Welcome everybody, it's Pastor George here at Grace City Church. It's our vision to equip, empower, and encourage emerging leaders. We teach, train, and coach while the Word of God transforms. I'm so elated to take you on a journey into the presence of God. Come on, let's start right now. Welcome everybody, thank you so much for joining us today here at Grace City Church. I'm so excited to share these few moments with you. It is my intention that these few moments we share together, I want it to be a think tank. I'm always saying, as we discover and digest God's word, the indwelling spirit within us will stimulate growth, which produces supernatural, victorious strength. I'm so excited that we've been on this 21-day transformation together. If you've been with us through this year, You know that we've been talking about growth, grace, relationships, opportunities, wisdom, time, health. We've really been focusing on character development and spiritual maturity. It's my passion and purpose to teach people, God's people, kingdom people, practical biblical principles. We see so many great people, whether in the church or in the business world, whatever sector that you desire to get into, I know that you see people who have quantity, quantity in education, they have quantity in materialism, but when you look at the quality of their character, a lot of them are missing practical principles or or practical practices that they should have incorporated into their lives. And it makes it hard to listen to them, to glean from them, to respect them, to honor them. And I want to make sure just because we're gifted, just because we're anointed, just because we've been called and chosen and we're charismatic and we, we have intelligence and we're smart and I want to make sure that we still have the character of God, the character of Jesus Christ. If you listen to our previous podcast, we talked about being like being a little Christ, being disciples of Jesus Christ, which makes which means we adhere to his plans and his patterns and his word. I want to make sure that we're really those disciples and we have the character of Christ, that our character has been cultivated and by the power of the Holy Spirit. So that's my purpose for joining with you on this 21-day transformation so that we can become more like Christ. My spiritual father says something. He says that excellence does not destroy the yoke. The anointing does that. But walking in excellence helps people to receive the anointing that's on your life. And I believe the same way. Having good character helps people receive respect, honor, the anointing, the call that is on your life. If you look at the kingdom culture, you'll see that great men have arisen But when they arise, it's like the limelight shines and it it, it endorses, it brings to surface every unsubmitted area, every undisciplined desire in their life that they have not given to God. And I don't want that to be us here at Grace City, whether you're committed or whether you're connected, whether you're a listener. I want to make sure that in these few moments, you understand the importance of the vessel that is carrying whatever you are carrying. The Bible says that we ought to walk worthy of the vocation that we've been called, that so many people are worried about the call that they forget that they shall walk worthy. 
So we've been talking about growing through temptation. And one of the things we said in growing through temptation was on the path to spiritual maturity, even temptation becomes a stepping stone rather than a stumbling block when you realize it's just as much as an occasion to do the right thing as it is to do the wrong thing. Every time you choose to do good, instead of sin, you are growing in the character of Christ. Then we went on and we talked about overcoming temptation. And I gave you four practical biblical principles on how to overcome temptation. And just want to pull out two of those that were my favorite. One of them was refuse to be intimidated. It is not a sin to be tempted. Jesus was tempted, yet he never sinned. Refuse to be intimidated by temptation. You do not have to be afraid to be tempted. It does not mean you are a bad person because you are tempted. As long as we live in this flesh, there is no good thing that dwells in it. You're going to be tempted, whether that's on your job, in your church, in your personal life, whatever you're doing, you're going to be tempted and you don't have to be intimidated by temptation. The Bible says that Jesus was tempted on every area, everything you can imagine that you can be be tempted with, Jesus was tempted with, and he was not intimidated by the temptation, but he did not see him. Another one that I thought was powerful, it said that we are to recognize the pattern of temptations and be prepared for it. I'll, I'll say it like this also, we have to be aware of the triggers of our temptations. We have to be aware of the things that trigger our temptations. What are those things that trigger your temptations? Not only do you need to be aware of it or recognize the triggers or recognize the patterns, you need to prepare for it. That when that moment comes, when that opportunity comes, when you're faced with that temptation, I don't have to be intimidated because I prepared to be tempted in this area because I knew that a trigger would come up. I think in this generation, in this time, not just generation, but in this time, one of the biggest temptations that is in the earth realm now is we are tempted to take the shortcut. We're tempted to take an easy way out. We are tempted to take a quick get rich scheme, if I can say that way out. What way can I get done faster? It, I might not be going through the process way. It might not be the right way, but how can I get done with this faster? I, I don't, I don't want to take as long. I don't want to be processed through pain and disappointment because all of those things are part of the process. Rejection, hurt, failure, misunderstandings, miscommunication. I don't want to have to go through that. So what is an alternate route that I can get to where I want to get to without the long hours that I have to put in, without the, the long hours of studying, the long hours of research? How can I get done faster? And the enemy wants to tempt us to get done, to take a shortcut, to get success rich. The enemy, the devil, the enemy of your soul does not mind you having success. He just wants you to have success his way. 
You'll notice that in the book of Genesis. You'll notice that in the gospel of St. Luke, that when Jesus was in the wilderness and Satan was tempting him, all the temptations that he introduced to Jesus was just for Jesus to take a quick way out. He took him on the highest mountain and said, all of this can belong to you. All of this, everything you see can belong to you if you bow down and worship me. Well, ultimately, it would belong to Jesus Christ. Satan knew that, but Satan also knew that there was going to be a certain time that he was going to walk into the totality of his lordship. But if I can get him to submit to my way, the unprocessed way, the easy way, that he doesn't have to go through Calvary if he he takes it my way. He doesn't have to be spit on and ridiculed and beaten and hung on the cross if he goes if, if he goes through my way, the way of quick the quick way out. So Satan, the enemy of your soul, is bringing opportunities to you so that you can take an easy way out. Take the shortcut. Get done faster. And so I want to teach you through practical biblical principles. Number one, how to grow through temptation. Number one. How to overcome temptation. And today we're going to talk about defeating temptation. Defeating that temptation that comes to you to say, take this way out. Take this pleasure for a moment. Come on and take this pleasure for a moment. Enjoy this for a moment. You don't have to deal with the process. You don't have to deal with the fiery furnace like the three Hebrew boys. Just bow for one moment. Peter uh, took that way out when he denied Jesus. Just, just bow for one moment. Come on. It won't take you long. Nobody else is going to see you bow. You remember Daniel when they signed the petition saying that Daniel could not pray? Daniel could have taken the shortcut. He could have avoided the lion's den if he just would have not prayed for 30 days. But Daniel said, absolutely not. I'm not going to grow, just grow through this temptation. I'm not going to just overcome this temptation. I'm going to defeat this temptation. I'm going to remain committed and I'm going to remain committed to consistent growth. I'm going to remain passionate about my biblical principles and I'm going to remain steadfast and unmovable. Wow, today's word is lit. Our acronym for lit is love ignites truth. This word today being taught in love is igniting the truth of God's word within me. We want you to be connected and committed to what God is doing here at Grace City Church. And all you have to do is press one button, subscribe. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor, and immediately be updated anytime there's a new message. I want you to feel free to leave a review, rate us, get connected with us so you know what's going on at Grace City. Well, I'm excited to get back into the word, and I promise you it's going to be lit. So today, we're talking about defeating temptation. 2 Timothy 2 and 22 in the Living Bible says, Run from anything that gives you the evil thoughts that young men often have. And we said that we're really zoning in on how the enemy is tempting us to take the quick way out, a, a quick way to success. But stay close to anything that 
that makes you want to do right. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 and the New Living Translation says, Remember that the temptations that come into your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will keep the temptation from becoming so strong that you can't stand up against it. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you will not give in to it. This is not a principle, but this is a promise. I want to read this promise to you again. Remember that the temptations that come into your life are no different from what others experience. You are not alone. You are not the only person that's failed. You are not the only person that's been laid off. You are not the only person that has gone through a bad relationship, a divorce. You are not the only person who's been forsaken by family and friends. Whatever you are experiencing, though you may not be able to articulate it because of the pain or the pressure you are under, you are not the only person experiencing what you are going through. But there are brothers and sisters all over the world, some you may not meet until you've been processed through this pain, but just know that while you are in it, you are not alone. And that encourages me. That encourages me that while I'm experiencing what I'm experiencing, and I know someone else is going through what I'm going through, I'm going to pray, even though I don't know them, I'm going to pray for someone else who is experiencing what I'm experiencing. And when I pray for them to be able to grow, to be able to overcome and defeat the temptation, I gain strength through my prayer for someone else. He said, and God is faithful. He will keep, here's the promise, the temptation from becoming so strong that you can't stand up against it. Whatever temptation you are facing right now, there is a promise in the word of God in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 that that temptation is not so strong that you can't stand up against it. There's a saying that says, where there's a will, there's a way. I want you to know, if you have the will to stand, if you have the desire to stand, if you have the will not to be intimidated, to apply that principle, not to be intimidated by temptation, look what the Bible says. It says, and when you are tempted, he will show you a way out. Where there's a will to stand, there's a way out. I call it the grace way out. God will always provide you a way of escape through grace. God has promised never to allow more on you than he puts within you to handle it. God has promised never to allow more on you than he puts within you to handle it. Do you know what's on you? Do you know the temptations you are facing? But can I encourage you? There is more power in you than the temptation on you. God has given you everything you need within you to handle it. Through this podcast, God is giving you principles. He's giving you practices, patterns, new habits that you can incorporate into your life so that you can defeat the temptations that are trying to overtake you. 
And if you remember from one of our previous podcasts, that is one of the principles we had, that once you let go of those old ways, you then need to incorporate new practices, new patterns, and new habits in your life. That is how we became, that's how we started the journey for a 21-day transformation, because it takes 21 days to build a new habit. It takes 90 days to make it a lifestyle. So he will not permit any temptation that you could not overcome. He will not permit any temptation that you cannot overcome. However, you must do your part too by practicing four biblical principles to defeating temptation. Okay? So there's no temptation that I can't handle. There is nothing that is permitted. There's no temptation that is permitted to come to me that I can't overcome. However, there is a part that I must do too. Remember, we said the work out is our part. The work in is his part. But here are four biblical principles to defeating temptation. Number one, refocus your attention on something else. Isn't that practical? Isn't that practical that you could teach this to anyone? You could regurgitate this word to anyone and tell them, if someone tells you, I'm trying to stop, I'm trying to break this habit, I'm trying to break this pattern, this stronghold in my life, what what can I do? You can tell them, well, I know what you need to do. The first thing is refocus your attention on something else. For Psalms 119 and 37 says, keep me from paying attention to what is worthless, Lord. Romans 12 and 21 of the New International Version says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Refocus your attention on something else. Here's my favorite. Job 31 and 1 of the New Living Translation says, Job said, I made a covenant with my eyes, not to look with lust upon a young woman. Job said, I made a covenant with my eyes not to look uh, not to look with lust upon a young woman. But that young woman could be, I made a covenant with my eyes not to lust after uh, undisciplined desires. I made a covenant with my eyes not to lust or greed after an easy, unprocessed way out of what God wants to do in my life. I made a covenant with my eyes that when I start focusing on uh, undisciplined desires or temptations, that I will refocus, make today, 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 let's apply this in the word of God. Let's apply this to our life. Make a covenant with your eyes. I make a covenant with my eyes, with my eye gates, that I won't let anything into you that will defile my soul. I make a covenant today. Okay, so number one, refocus your attention on something else. Number two, reveal your struggle to a godly friend or support group. I know this is kind of big for people. I know this is kind of big for people. But Ecclesiastes 9 through 10 and the Christian English version says, you are better off to have a friend than to be all alone. If you fall, your friend can help you up. 
But if you fall without having a friend nearby, you are really in trouble. James 5 and 16 in the New International Version says, Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Yes, it's humbling to admit our weakness to others, but lack of humility is the very thing that is keeping you from getting better. Yes, it's humbling to admit our weakness to others, but the lack of humility is the very thing that is keeping you from getting better. Principle number two, reveal your struggle to a godly friend or support group. Reveal your struggle to someone who you knows, number one, stays in contact with the Holy Spirit. Reveal it to someone who you knows keeps in communication with the Holy Spirit. How do I know that? You can know that by the words that come out of their mouth and the life they live. Here at Grace City, it's a part of our mission to teach, train, and coach while the Word of God transforms. That is what we do here. Here at Grace City, it's our purpose to do prophetic coaching. So what you can do, you can get connected and say, hey, I may can't share the whole story, but I can tell you I'm struggling with the temptation to take the quick way out. Can you pray for me? Can you pray with me? James 4, 6 through 7 in the New Living Translation says, God sets himself against the proud, but he shows favor to the humble. So humble yourselves before God. Number three, resist the devil. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. That's James 4 and 7, the New International Version. Number four, here's our principle number four. Realize your vulnerability. 1 Corinthians 10 and 12 in the Message Bible. Don't be so naive and self-confident. You're not exempt. You could fall flat on your face as easily as anyone else. Forget about self-confidence. It's useless. Cultivate God confidence. You must realize the areas you are vulnerable. And you must watch, you must guard those areas. Watch over yourself. Recognize those triggers and watch over yourself. Then he said, self-confidence is useless. Cultivate God confidence. It's my prayer that you cultivate God's confidence as you continue this 21 day for transformation. Maybe that's something you need to apply to your life. Principle number two. Maybe what the problem has been is you have not found a godly support group or a godly friend that you could expose your struggle to, that you could tell them, I'm struggling in this area. I want success and I'm being tempted to have success now. Can you pray my strength? That was something they used to say a long time ago in church. Can you pray my strength in the Lord? And today... I'm going to pray your strength in the Lord as you allow the indwelling spirit within you to cultivate God confidence. I pray the word of God transformed your life like it's doing mine. Could you do me a favor here at Grace City? Could you subscribe to our podcast 
whether on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor. Leave us a review, rate us, let us know how the Word of God has been impacting your life. Once you subscribe, do me another favor. Send this word to one of your family members, your neighbors, your friends, and even tell your enemy that your deliverance has come. If you'd like to be connected to Grace City Church, please do not be afraid to email us, leave a review on the bottom of our podcast, and let us know that you want to be connected and committed to what God is doing here at Grace City Church. God is doing some great things, and he has a great work for us to do. And truth be told, we can't do it without you.